I prefer winter when you feel the bone structure of the landscape. Something waits beneath it. The whole story doesn't show. From Andrew Wyeth, 1917 to 2009. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for January 24th to 31st, 2014. We're coming up on the new snow moon. Here are some natural and unnatural events. After a long and pleasant January thaw reminding us of April, winter weather returned reminding us that it's still January by Jiminy. The rigors of winter do not fall only on us humans, of course. All creatures know this time as the dark time, the lean time, the dying time. Deer are coming down into the yard to browse on the cedar hedges and kick around for frozen apples in the orchard. Crows watch from the high branches for scraps in the yard. Before the first ice storm and polar freeze, six cardinals were coming to our feeders, and now there are four. On surviving a Maine winter, here's a remarkable note from Awanajo Almanac field agent Ike Johnson of Warren, Maine. He writes, During the December ice storm, a leviathan pine came down on my woodlot, perhaps 30 inches at the butt, with a 20-foot stump left standing. Yesterday we went for a walk and noticed that tree had been hit by lightning sometime in the past couple of centuries which had allowed some rot to take hold, which in turn had produced a cavity that had been populated by honeybees. Interesting enough on its own, but a month after the ice calamity, in the dead of January, with a light snow falling and the temperature around 36 degrees Fahrenheit, we saw the comings and goings of honeybees, mostly goings, as these bees heroically sacrificed themselves, trying to mend their splintered colony. Here's a rank opinion. René Descartes, the French philosopher, believed that animals did not feel pain. He was the one who said, cogito ergo sum, I think, therefore I am. The only way this man knew that he was real was that he had thoughts. Not feelings or emotions, not love, not desire, not compassion, thoughts. He also thought animals were automatons with no feelings, robots that did not suffer. This man is still considered a great philosopher, but clearly he lived inside his own head, not in the real world of nature, where it is clear that all creatures suffer alike. Some wild speculation. Imagine going beyond Descartes to see the suffering and the joy of creation and to understand that we can all feel it alike. The woman giving birth, the man injured in his work, the flower when it explodes into bloom, the tree when its leaves burst forth or when an ice-laden branch breaks off. 
Animals feel joy at play and sorrow at death. I know I've seen it and felt it. We are all creatures feeling together on this bittersweet sphere, never alone, never banished or exiled, never forgotten, all enduring our hardship and enjoying our pleasures together, if we will. Here's a saltwater report. Scallop dragging season has been closed in zones two and three. That is basically everywhere but Cobbscook Bay because of the risk of depleting the fishery. And dragging in Cobbscook may be cut to one day a week. The damage by chain drags to benthic ecosystems is catastrophic, with twice as many draggers as last season reported in some areas. Of course, fishermen have to make a living, and we hope they always do. But the irony is that these methods destroy the very source of that livelihood, and this cannot go on. Here's a mountain report. A climb up Awanajo this past week found your commentator actually breaking the trail in several places. Nowadays, climbers more youthful and vigorous have usually packed down all the trails before I get there. But this time, it was fresh, unbroken snow for a good part of the way. Very little sound or activity on the mountain. Just one tiny bird, about the size of a wren, scooting up the tree trunks and flitting off to another and another with a bright piping whistle. Finally, here's a seed pod for you to carry around with you this week from the Irish poet Brendan Behan. Uh, 1923 to 1964. I have a total irreverence for anything connected to society except that which makes the roads safer, the beer stronger, the food cheaper, and the old men and women warmer in winter and happier in summer. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>